So you want to get your button gear and jumpstart your mama business, but you just don't know where to start? Not to worry. That's exactly what we're chatting about on today's episode. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, and welcome to Mama Business, a workshop-style podcast that helps busy mamas like you navigate the highs and lows of managing a family and having a business dream too. I'm your host, Sarah Brumley. I'm a wife, mama to three, and a hobby blogger turned business growth specialist. It's my job every day to help mamas grow, scale, and thrive in the online business world without sacrificing their family lives. Each episode features real-life talk about home and business, coupled with actionable strategies you can implement immediately. No fluff necessary. So if you are ready to create a bigger impact at home and in business, you are in the right place. This is Mama Business. I hear it all the time. I know I want to start a business, but I just don't know where to start. Well, stick with me because today we are going to throw all of the excuses out the window and I'm going to give you the three most important things to do when you are just starting out in business. And I have to say right up front that there are so many things you can choose to do right off the bat. Things like picking branding colors or designing your logo. And while those things are super important to your business, and we are going to address them in the future, today I'm chatting about the three things that you can do that are going to set you and your business up for success long term. And trust me, waiting to do these things will only create frustration in the future. So you're going to want to implement them ASAP. All right. The first thing that you should do right off the bat in your mama business is to create boundaries. If you only take one thing away from this episode, it should be this one, okay? So please, don't tune me out now. Just stay tuned and listen up, all right? When you first start out with your business, it's new, it's exciting, you're full of energy, and you just can't wait to fill every free moment of every waking hour, and possibly the hours that you're supposed to be sleeping, trying to get all the things in place. You probably hear that called the hustle mindset, but we don't like that. So we aren't pursuing hustle mindset here. We are pursuing doing the things that you need to do in order to be successful. And while it's all well and good to go after your business with all kinds of energy at the beginning, at some point, your energy reserves are going to peter out. You are going to get to that point that you're no longer going to look forward to putting in effort. Your kids will start telling their friends and their teachers that all mommy ever does is work. The laundry's going to pile up. The normally cooked meals will consist of takeout and leftovers. Why? because you didn't put boundaries in place. A lack of boundaries is what kills the majority of mama businesses. It's not the fear of sales, although that can definitely be a holdback, right? Or a lack of product or service offering. No, it's a lack of boundaries. Because when you don't have boundaries, you allow yourself and those around you to trample on what really matters most to you. Please, 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 please don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. Don't do that to your family. Instead, take some time to really determine what the boundaries will be in your business and how you will maintain them. So 
let's just chat about some of the places we need to have boundaries, all right? We need boundaries around your time. When are you going to work? When will you not work? Will you allow client calls on certain days, only certain days, or are you okay with them calling on any day of the week? When will you check your work email? Are you going to be doing that right out of bed in the morning or while you're trying to feed your kid lunch? Or are you going to have a set time to be able to complete that task? We also need to have boundaries around our personal lives. What are you going to share on social media or with clients or in any other facet of your business? Where will you work? Are you going to have an office space in an actual office space in your home? Lucky ducky you, if that's the case. Um, Or are you going to be kind of tucked away in a corner in your living room to be able to work? What events or activities are going to be non-negotiable? What event that your kid has are you absolutely, totally not going to miss? And which ones are going to be okay if you have to take a client meeting during that time frame? We all have those. Those are all important things to consider at the beginning. Additionally, I would like to challenge you to create boundaries around your energy. I don't know about you, but I am like the epitome of introvert. I love people. I enjoy getting together with people, talking to people, talking to clients. Um, That's my business, right? I support people. But at the end of the day, if I don't um, actually put boundaries around my energy, if I don't actually give myself time to recoup, I can end up wiped out for weeks. So I really have to be careful about that. And so I do just want to challenge you also to create those boundaries around your energy. All right. So we're talking about creating boundaries around our time boundaries around our personal life if we need them and boundaries around our energy okay and if you aren't totally sold on the need for boundaries just know that I'm going to be sharing my story about how I burned out on next week's podcast episode I highly recommend tuning in so that you can hopefully learn from my mistakes and really embrace having boundaries from the beginning when you do have these boundaries in place you allow yourself to have a thriving business and your family too. Isn't that what you really want? I know that's what I want. And I want that for you too. So we know that the first thing you have to do is create boundaries. And that brings us to the second thing, which is to identify your why. So I know that the reason that you are starting this business is because you have a product or a service that you can't wait to sell. And that's all well and great, but if you don't know the why behind your mama business during this exciting beginning part, then there's no way that you're going to be able to be successful when the going gets hard. And just let me explain, okay? Because this might sound a little bit confusing right up front. In my business, my why, which I can also interchange with purpose, right? My why is twofold. First, I want to be able to be present for my family when they need me. And that's why I run my business the way that I do. But secondly, I have this deep-rooted desire to serve other mamas with the skills and knowledge that I've accumulated over the years. That's the second reason why I do what I do. Now, these might not seem like anything huge in the grand scheme of things, but for me, they make a huge difference when things aren't going quite the way I'd hoped. For example, last week, my babysitter called in sick. In fact, both my babysitters called in sick, and I didn't have time to record this podcast episode on my list. But 
Instead of feeling like a complete failure, I was able to revisit my why. I want to be present for my family when they need me. And if my babysitter can't show up, then I'm the person for my family, right? Which means that recording the podcast episode at the expense of them did not serve my best interests. It did not follow along with my why for why I do this business. That sounds a little redundant, my why for why I do this business, but you get the picture, right? And my deep-rooted desire to serve other mamas comes into play when I just don't want to get on social media today. And I don't know about you, but I have a lot of days like that. Social media can be a little overwhelming, especially I mentioned I'm an introvert. It can be a little overwhelming for me, but in my business, I use social media as a way of connecting with and creating impact in the lives of other business owners. So when I wake up on Thursday and I just don't want to, I'm able to revisit my why of wanting to serve other mamas with the skills and knowledge I've accumulated. And that means that I jump on social media and I engage and I'm connected and I'm excited to be there again. So having that why is critical. It's more than just having a product or a service. It's more than just wanting to have a business from home. And if you can narrow it down now, you're going to be a whole lot more successful in the future. And I just want to say that this having a why also helps me when I'm looking to add or adjust things in my business because when I know what my why is and I'm actually serving and engaging with the people that I want to provide my service to, then I'm quick to look for even more ways to serve them. So that's something I've been able to see play out really well in my business. Now, this might seem fairly straightforward, although I've used the word why a lot more than you probably ever wanted to hear it in one podcast episode, but this is something that the majority of mama business owners don't know when I speak to them during our first accountability coaching session, and they find themselves spinning around in circles because they are doing things that don't matter, they're wasting time, and they're not getting the results they want, and they're frustrated. Why? (laughs) There's that word again, because they don't have a why. They're just doing it to do it because they think they have to. And that's just not the truth. So today, we need to prioritize knowing what your why is. Why are you in business? Why now? I mean, you could have started this business years ago or waited until your kids are in school or graduated or, you know, some other point in your life. Why now? Why this business? Sure, you love knitting scarves for people or painting watercolors or whatever it is, but why are you doing that instead of what you also like to do, which is quilting? How come you're not quilting for your people? Why are you knitting scarves for them instead? Hopefully you get the picture, right? And I do feel like I need to add a little disclaimer here. Your why is probably gonna change over time, but for the most part, It's going to serve as the underlying motivation for getting things done, even when you'd rather just quit. So if you need additional help navigating the why of your business, I highly recommend grabbing my free resource designed to help you clarify your goals so that you can launch and grow the business you've dreamed of. And 
By finding those goals and narrowing down your why, you're going to set yourself on a path for success like you never dreamed possible. So grab your free resource at sarahbrumley.com slash goals. Okay, so the first thing we need to do in business is to create boundaries. And the second thing is to identify your why. And that leads us to the third and final step of today's episode. And that is to decide that the process will be fun. I know you, you've got big dreams and aspirations for this business that you're creating, and that's good, great even, because a business without a dream is not gonna go anywhere. But the thing about big dreams is that sometimes we get so focused on the end game that we forget to enjoy the process. And the thing about launching and growing a business is that the goalpost moves. The first goal in your business might be to launch and to get that first sale. And you will feel so excited about that when it happens. But that excitement's going to be fleeting because then you're going to have to decide whether that was enough, just that one sale, or if you want to continue to press forward to bigger things. Likely, you'll choose the latter, and your next goal will be to make $1,000 a month, or fund that upcoming vacation, or whatever it is. But the goalpost will have moved, right? That end game won't be the same as it was when you hadn't made that first sale. And when you reach that goal of $1,000 a month, you're going to need another goal and another and another. This is part of business. You should expect that if you are seeing growth, which we all want, then that goalpost is going to move. But if you are constantly in the position waiting for the next big thing to happen, you're going to miss everything that happens in between. And that's why I want you to make the commitment right now that you will enjoy the process, not just the end goal. By doing so, you're going to allow yourself to enjoy the small bits in your business, to enjoy the time that you get to spend doing what you love, to acknowledge each person that you serve. And when you do that, you give an even greater meaning to the business that you're running. And you save yourself from feeling like you are never accomplishing your goals. Because I promise you that there will be times in your business that you feel like nothing is moving the needle forward. And if you are only focused on hitting that next goalpost, you're going to find yourself disheartened, burned out, and ready to quit. But if you are loving the process, the day-to-day tasks you complete, and the people that you come in contact with, then you're not going to want to step away from what's making you happy, even if it's taking you a little longer to get where you want to be. You're going to be more apt to recognize the small progress being made and see how it's actually moving you towards that bigger goal ahead. So decide that you're going to enjoy the process, the ups, the downs, the wins, the challenges, the whole shebang, because if you aren't enjoying it, then what's the point, right? Okay, so the first thing we need to do in business is to create boundaries. The second thing is to identify your why. And the third thing is to decide that you're going to enjoy the process. And that leads us to the action portion of this episode. And since this is the first episode, you're probably going, oh my goodness, Sarah, you already gave me so many things to do. How could you give me more? But... 
I'm a huge proponent of taking action because action is where the dreams turn into reality. And that's why every Mama Business episode comes with action steps that you can take to immediately up-level your mama life and your business because I think the two go hand in hand. Ideally, you'll take action on all of the things we've discussed today, but I know that your schedule's busy and you've got a lot on your plate, right? So if you only have time for one thing, it's this. Clarify your boundaries. All right, we talked about that. If you need to click replay on this episode and go back through what boundaries should look like and what things you should consider, then go ahead and do that. And I just wanna say that I know from personal experience that I am more likely to accomplish what I've set out to do if I'm accountable to someone. So drop me a DM on Instagram and let me know what your non-negotiables are when it comes to boundaries. I wanna be able to cheer you on throughout the process. And truly, I'm here to cheer you on. All right? So don't forget to drop that DM and have yourself a wonderful day. I can't wait to chat with you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mama Business. If you liked the episode, please leave a review on the Apple Podcast app. It might seem like a little thing, but it makes a huge difference. And if you have any questions, want to request a podcast topic, or just want to connect, you can find me over on Instagram at Sarah L. Brumley. Remember, it is possible to have your family and your business dream too, as long as you know what to do and when to do it. This is Mama Business.